the long-awaited return of the only playbook podcast boys we are back i forgot all about football what is football i don't even know but i'm so excited to talk about it get my brain back in the football mode i am sweetheart i got Shovit to show with me guys it's been what a little over a month sorry that my marriage took over all of our lives basically and we <laughs> didn't have any time to do anything else but we are back how are you guys feeling Feeling pretty good. It's smart that you did the wedding during the off season. I feel like everyone should take notes and always do it during the off season when we have some downtime, but it's good to be back, man. Good to be talking about football and starting to get our ADPs all ready. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. There's always like a gap in my world whenever there's no football around because you have to start picking up new hobbies and stuff. And you're just like, well, this is not. but now, now that we're going to get all these uh, players talked about, hopefully that sparks some conversations and the early season uh, arguments begin. I can't wait. That's my favorite part is just debating with you guys about these nonsense lists you guys have created. Just kidding. Well, no, we'll, we'll get into it, but today's episode, we want to dive into it guys. Fantasy football, two months away, drafts, two months away. I was looking in the ESPN app and the league and I was like, man, I just want to, you know, hit that button to where it's no longer offline and we're live. And I was going to message the group and be like, should we start figuring out draft orders? Cause I'm excited, man. There's so many changes this year in the NFL. Uh, show you sending me your rankings right before the episode. I already see there's a huge disparity in kind of some of the players you have and some of the players I have, I'm assuming show of it likewise. So uh, today's episode, we are going to talk about the quarterback position, top 12 quarterbacks heading into 2023's fantasy football season. The way I always rank it, because it can be slightly different, is I'm ranking it based on the stand, the scoring league that we participate in. Half point PPR is the way I kind of just talk everything about, talk about everything through the lens of. So uh, it might be a little bit different whether it's standard, whether it's uh, full PPR, whether you have stupid scoring where it's like six point touchdowns. But nonetheless, half point PPR quarterback rankings. I'll kick us off. I want to give you guys my twelve, going twelve to one. Number twelve is Geno Smith. Number eleven, I have Tua Tagovailoa. Number 10, I have Dak Prescott. I never thought I have those two guys in any of my top lists, but here we are. Number nine, I have making a resurgence, Deshaun Watson. Number eight, Trevor Lawrence. Number seven, Justin Herbert. Joe Burrow, number six. Maybe that is going to be something that sparks some debate. Number five, your guys' boy, Justin Fields. Number four, Lamar Jackson, bounce back. Number three, Josh Allen. Number two, is going to be Patrick Mahomes. He gets dethroned as the top fantasy football quarterback by my number one pick, just or Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is my top quarterback this year. Again, that's Hurts, Mahomes, Allen, Jackson Fields, Burrow, Herbert, Lawrence, Watson, Dak, Tua, Gino. That's my wow. top 12. Wow. I already see some uh, some some things of, of concern uh, <laughs> or questions, uh, but nice. Nice. <laughs> Um, all right, well, I'll, I'll give my top 12 now. So starting at number 12, I have Trevor, Lo Trevor Lawrence. Um, 11, I have Tua Tagovailoa. Number 10, I have Geno Smith. Number 9, I have your boys, uh, or your boy, uh, Kirk Cousins. Number 8, I have Daniel Jones. Uh, number Damn! Seven, yeah. I, Daniel, Damn! Right. <laughs> uh, Danny, Danny Dimes. Uh, number 7, I've got Justin Herbert. Number 6, I've got Joe Cool, Joe Burrow. Number five, Justin Fields. Um, number four, Lamar Jackson. Number three, Josh Allen. Number two, Jalen Hurts. And number one, Patrick Mahomes. So our top six looks pretty much identical. And then we start fading away. Yeah. No, the two, I think two through seven or three through eight was identical for you and me. But 
one and two is flipped and then 10 through 12 or nine through 12 is a little bit different but show end us with your list and then we can debate yeah well i fucked up <laughs> i left out one key player huge huge player has been left out of my list so everything gets shifted down starting from number three um, so Geno Smith, unfortunately, does not make my cut because I'm going with a person that has been going number one for many years and now doesn't even get involved in people's conversations because his team sucks. So number 12, I'm going with Kyler Murray. I still believe in the legs, right? He's probably got the best legs in the business, but I'm going to get into all that later. Uh, Kyler Murray at 12, Trevor Lawrence at 11, Dak Prescott at 10, Justin Herbert should be way lower, but I just keep having faith because of his amazingness and all this stuff. But you know what? This this is the year, man. This is one of those years. Uh, Justin Herbert at nine. Aaron Rodgers at eight. Old man Rodgers. We got Deshaun Watson finally getting some practice time at seven. Justin Fields at six. Lamar Jackson at five. Then Joe Burrow at four. Jalen Hurts at three. Patrick Mahomes <laughs> at two. And Josh Allen at one. Wow. Let the record show. <laughs> I, I, I still didn't know until you just went through it, which one you had forgotten. And then you said it and I was like, wow, yeah. but it happens, dude. That's, That's crazy. Off, dude, off season brain. I'm telling you, man, there were a lot of like Kyler. I didn't even think about until yeah. maybe like 30 minutes before the podcast. And I was like, well, thank God. We don't know for sure if he's like injured or not, but right. it's still legitimate yeah. whether he should be there. That one was totally glossed over by me. So stupid there. Um, but Okay. Okay. This is good. So we've got our top 12s out there. What, where, where do you want to start? Well, we all have different number ones. First of all, that, that's, oh, that's, I mean, I mean, true. we can save that for last, but we definitely, that's one discrepancy that it's, we, it's have. yeah. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So let's talk about this one. Okay. Uh, Shovit and myself, we do not have Aaron Rodgers in our top 12. Yeah. Show you have Aaron Rodgers number eight. Talk yeah. to me about old man Rogers. Dude, man, what was lacking in old man Rogers last year? Shitty ass receivers or just, they didn't exist. He's playing with a bunch of newbies that have been playing football for the first time. Got all the jitters going on, dropping passes. I mean, if, if Watson doesn't drop that pass, the trajectory of the season just drastically changed. Everything changes. And now Aaron Rodgers playing with all of the best weapons. He's always trusted as his like, fourth and fifth options and he's got a bunch of youngsters he's got running backs coming out of the backfield that are faster than most defenders and he's got a great offensive line ranks in the top 10 he's got a solid coach offensively and defensively and the defense is probably i mean if you look at my rankings on top defense five, at least top three so i mean aaron Rodgers, with everything i said if i didn't even mention the name aaron Rodgers, you could fill in a quarterback there and that's a pretty successful quarterback that year unless you're talking about his backup so, and, and that even is a great, like, what better position for that guy to be than to be playing behind Aaron Rodgers and finally understand the game, like, functionally. So, I mean, it's it's mind-blowing. And I'm not even going to be surprised if Aaron Rodgers beats out, like, players like Patrick Mahomes, honestly, for most touchdowns this year because just the floor is so easy. It's, like, perfectly played out situational football for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, so he's not on my top – 
a 12 list, but I think he could be on my top 15 list. I just, you know, part of it is because of his age. And like, how many times do you see a quarterback that goes to a different team at this age, like produce fantasy numbers? Like Tom Brady was the last guy, right? But like outside of Tom Brady, like Peyton Manning, uh, when he went to the Broncos, did not. Yeah, he won the Super Bowl, but yeah, it's all good. He won the Super Bowl, but he had the 32nd worst offense on that team. Right? Fantasy wise, he would not have been top 12 for sure, right? Exactly. Except for the 52 or 53 touchdown year, but. In the in the Denver Broncos? I don't know. If that... I, I believe so. I think he had like I don't think he had the maybe top, uh five numbers as far as when he went to the Broncos. Okay. So for that reason, like Aaron Rodgers is probably you know he's he's been elite, but at this point in his stage, his career, I don't know if that will still replicate. So it's gonna be a risk for me to draft him in like or have him in the top twelve list. But fifteen, I think, is 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 good. So where I'm at with Rodgers, same thing. When I when I made the list, there were like three guys outside of my 12 that I was like, ah, can I squeeze them in? Russell Wilson, Kirk, and I think Rodgers. Um, but my thing with Rodgers is not Rodgers necessarily. Rodgers could end up next year having 4,000 yards and 35 passing touchdowns, right? And that'd be an insanely good year. Probably throw like six to 10 interceptions. So he's going to be extremely good. But to show what you just talked about, their defense is next level, right? There could be games that the defense just wins for them on, on their own. Rodgers probably doesn't have to do much. Brees Hall comes back from an injury. That guy was on pace to probably run for 1,500 rushing yards. So he's insane. Um, so it just seems like Rodgers is in like an insane situation to succeed. Like his football team, the Jets, watch out because they're fucking scary next year. But from a fantasy perspective on a week-to-week basis, my only knock with that is, again, because I, I agree that his weapons are better. Like now you have Garrett Wilson, who's a number one receiver, uh, who's better than any receiver the Packers had last year. So by far, he's getting basically a Devontae Adams light who could potentially be a Devontae Adams in the next couple of years. So I agree with you from that aspect. But even if Wilson has a breakout year, Rodgers ends up putting up the stats that I mentioned, his floor in fantasy is limited just because there's so many players above him now that simply use their legs. That's it. Because they use their legs, that just changes the trajectory of fantasy football, right? Rodgers is probably still five best quarterbacks in the NFL right now, given this team, the situation that he's in. But from a fantasy football perspective, that's why he's like just top 10, top 12 for me. It's like even in good years for Rodgers, remember the efficient games where he'd have like 199 yards or like 215 yards and he'd throw four touchdowns, no picks. That's insane. His team would dominate. They would win. But like fantasy numbers wise, there would be guys. Yeah, there would be guys that would rush for 110 yards and throw for 150 and two picks and still out fantasy produce him. So that's the only reason why. I agree with you from a football perspective. Aaron Rodgers is worth walking into just like Tom Brady, what he walked into Tampa Bay his first season, but I think better. So it's kind of kind of scary, but that's why he's not on my top 12. So a couple things. Um, That Manning year, he had 55 touchdowns and 10 interceptions, and he led the league in fantasy points. Um, But – I mean, that's just Peyton Manning, right? But, I mean, Aaron Rodgers also just Aaron Rodgers. It's similar comparisons as far as greatness goes. But I think Aaron Rodgers can do a little bit more, especially in this day and age. And he's ranked eighth. It's not like I'm ranking him like third or fourth, which he could easily do. But he's eighth, and he's above guys like Justin Herbert, who's had some time to prove himself to me and a lot of owners. And, you know, he's a check down guy at this point until he proves otherwise. Um, and then Dak Prescott, again, very dichotomous kind of player. He's had all these weapons for a long time now. Sometimes he shows up, sometimes he doesn't. And then Trevor Lawrence, again, great quarterback. He had a really rough beginning of the year, end of the year kind of strong. Let's see if the end of the year is an actual thing or if it just kind of heated up at the end and he's got to do it all over again. And then Kyler Murray, you know, just 
again, injury risks, can't place him that high because of that. So, you know, there's still a lot of guys that I still believe are going to be playing better than Aaron Rodgers. But man, you look at this blueprint, it's just so hard to not see a consistent 20 points floor every single game. So yeah, you're right. You may not get the 45 points Josh Allen could get you, or you may not get the 50 points Patrick Mahomes can get one week or whatever, but the consistency is critical and it's going to be 22 to 28 fantasy points in my opinion yeah i need i mean you also have to think about like adp as well like is he if he's the eighth quarter if you're trying to draft and there's already been seven quarterbacks that have been drafted like he's not going to be the eighth quarterback that you pick up but he may have the numbers to be the eighth quarterback so like you definitely he could have that um you know, that type of season, but you just won't go into the draft looking at this list be like, oh, he's the eighth quarterback on the board now. Now I have to draft him. Like, Yeah, I mean, we're not doing an ADP list. We're doing like which quarterbacks you think are going to have the best yeah. fantasy years. If you can I think as a quarterback too, you already have someone and then and you get Aaron Rodgers. As like a I, I would disagree. I would just not draft the quarterback and this would be like the best spot to draft a quarterback in the eighth round or seventh round because of players drafting guys like Justin Herbert early been there, done that seen what he can do, seen all these weapons. But I also see this, there's like this massive, massive glaring weakness that just presents itself. And maybe it's the offensive line. Maybe it's him who knows, but the risk is there. And with Aaron Rodgers, the risk, the floor is just not as low as a lot of these other guys. Yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying in the variance in guys who are uncertain versus Aaron Rodgers, who we've considered the best quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks of our generation over the last decade. And he's going into a situation that's so much better than last year. So I agree with you just from that aspect. Um, I still just have slight hesitation that he could be putting up 15 to 18 points and there would be nothing wrong in the way he played the game. Nothing on the stat sheet would say he had a bad game. They would probably win the game by 20, but he just didn't need to do enough. That's where, again, the legs of these other players, like Rodgers yeah. even five years ago using his legs, man, like he, he'd scramble in for touchdowns every once in a while. He'd make that necessary scramble for a first down. I just worry that maybe he doesn't have that in his game anymore. And that's the little, little discrepancy because over yeah. a long football season, like the difference between the eighth quarterback's total points scored and the 13th is probably like what, 10 to 15 yeah, points. Not much, not much. It's so small. It's so small. So also, that's it. I get, go ahead, one go last thing. The defense is so good. He's not going to have to throw five touchdowns. That's, that's the reason he's eight. And that's the reason he's not number two or even higher, to be honest with you. It's just the defense, man. The, the big focus here is the defense and it's probably the best in the league. So that that's the biggest one that I see in our discrepancy. Obviously, neither of us had Kyler in there, but not much to talk about considering I think it's the question mark of whether he's going to start week one. If he's playing a full healthy season, I think me and Shovit would easily both have Kyler in our top 12, just again, because he uses his legs. Um, but other than that, I mean, a couple of ones that I want to look at, Deshaun Watson, Shosho, you have Deshaun Watson, number six. Uh, I, I have Deshaun have Watson. Oh, yeah. Oh, seven, seven. Sorry, yeah. yeah. You have him seven. I have him nine. Shovit, do you have him in your top 12? He's not in my top 12. No, he's not in your top 12. Okay. So, uh, show it. You don't have Deshaun Watson in your top 12. Talk to us. Yeah. So he, he could have been, so it was between Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson for me. And I just feel like, you know, yes, he only had, um, you know, six games that we really saw of Deshaun Watson. He looked uh, a little bit rusty, but to me, he's a risk and he's not a guy. He very well could be in this top 12 list, but I'm not ready to make, uh, make a decision on, uh, putting him up there and like, like it's not guaranteed, you know, he could still be rusty as he was last year, or he could have a, a decent season. It's just like, and I don't think that there's not a high 
um, ceiling with Deshaun Watson just with, with the way he played last year. Um, so I just don't I don't I, I don't think he deserves a top 12 list, maybe top 20. But that's it for me. So let's let's rewind to Deshaun Watson before all of this stuff that happened, all of the off, all of the off field stuff. Right. Deshaun Watson was what fantasy top five quarterback. I mean, the dude was on on pace to put up historic numbers with a really, really bad Texans team that basically just had like Andre Johnson. And then it didn't, I don't even know how much overlap they had, but he, he was no, playing no. with a ragtag group of like pieces of shit, basically for lack of a better word. And he was putting up amazing fantasy numbers, right? Fast forward. He has all of this off season, like off the field stuff happen. He doesn't even snap a football or like see a football field for what, two years, over two years. And so now without even getting a full off season with a brand new football team, brand new head coach, brand new scheme, brand new set of 52 guys. Uh, now he finally gets an off season, an entire off season. It's a lot of the same players that he got to play six games with last year. I would be hard pressed to believe that Deshaun Watson of pre suspension, that was top three to five fantasy finisher fell off the face of the earth. When how old is the guy right now? Not even 30 years old. Like how old is Deshaun? 27 years old. He is 27 years old. He's not coming back from a crazy injury. He's coming back from literally being suspended. So the talent has never fell. Whether his mental and emotional and all that stuff inside his head is the reason why he doesn't become a successful football player anymore. That's a whole nother story, whole nother argument. But the Deshaun Watson we saw on the football field when he was on the football field playing a full season, that guy should easily be a top five fantasy finisher. And the only reason he wouldn't, again, the only reason he wouldn't is you have guys like Hertz, Allen, Jackson Fields who will just run for more rushing yards than him. And that might be the deciding factor. But again, pre-suspension Deshaun Watson is absolutely, in my opinion, a top 10 fantasy finisher without a doubt. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. If if that's a Deshaun Watson that we will see, but that's yet to be known. And I, I'm and not- to, just to put the icing on the cake, that is the Deshaun Watson you're going to see show of it because I ranked him above Aaron Rodgers that I was talking so highly of. And he's below the top five guys that no one's really going to mess around with. These top five guys are just going to switch amongst themselves. There's no way Lamar Jackson is going to get drafted under Fields or after Watson. There may be a couple times that could happen, but top five guys are untouchable. And right after the top five guys, I have Fields, which we're going to probably going to get to at some point, just because he's a unicorn. He can do everything. Um, and then we have Deshaun Watson, who was Patrick Mahomes before Patrick Mahomes hit his Patrick Mahomes growth spurt. So everything we talk about these great guys, Deshaun Watson can do all of those. And he's proven, he's shown us that he can do it better than some of these guys can. Um, but yeah, coming back from it, like Sweetheart said, two and a half years or whatever that time frame was, was it's nobody can really come back and get back on the horse with a brand new team. And Andre Johnson is probably aging him way too much. I'm pretty sure it was like DeAndre Hopkins or something he got to play with yeah. for like that year or year and a half or whatever it was, two years. Um, but yeah, now with a brand new team, with the whole offseason ahead of him, with the same legs he's got, like if nothing's changed. This man didn't get hurt to the point where... You know, you have, you have injury concerns. You have Stefanski as your coach, who's a really good offensive coordinator, or he was. Um, and I think they're moving away from being a bell cow offense um, because they got rid of uh, Kareem Hunt or he's not going to get re-signed. And they're just sticking with the one running back with a little bit of, uh, you know, ground and pound whenever it's needed. So they're moving along with the how the NFL is moving along. And that's even better for fantasy points. That's like probably like extra 50 points a year added to uh, Deshaun Watson just from that offensive philosophy standpoint. Um, so yeah, man, look, look under Deshaun Watson, the promising players are the same players I mentioned after Aaron Rodgers, Herbert, Prescott, Lawrence. 
I mean, I've seen it happen for Sean Watson. I haven't seen it happen for any of those guys. Dak Prescott, but Dak Prescott is in a category of his own. That man can give you 50 fantasy points one day, or he can give you four. There's none of those guys, number not number one, number two, number three, number four, number five. With the team that they have when everybody's firing on cylinders, will ever get you four points, you know? Uh, we've seen Mahomes have a game like that where it's like tip, it got tipped like four times and he got all of those picked. But realistically, if you Deshaun Watson is the line here. We're talking about um, you know, the possibilities of doing good, doing bad does not get talked about with players ahead of him, but he is the point where all these possibilities of doing bad, doing good begins. So easy to understand why Shovet, you wouldn't even have him on the top, but it's also easy to see why somebody like me would have him so high up. The possibilities are there. And, you know, when you're playing this this game and we're not talking ADP, we're talking possible best passers of this upcoming season, the potential is there to be like, damn, I didn't miss out on this move because I saw this coming. And I think this is going to be one of those situations. Yeah. Again, he, he is definitely a wild card heading into this season. Let's talk about a guy that three of us debated a lot last year. You guys more so on one side versus me, Justin Fields. Justin Fields, despite what I think about him as a quarterback, his fantasy finish is undeniable. If he's healthy, he's going to run the football and he's going to run for touchdowns and he's going to get a ton of fantasy points. The reason why his trajectory is even more promising this year is they traded for DJ Moore. They finally got some help on the offensive line. You hope that he takes the next step passing the football because throwing for 116 yards and having under 50% completion is just not sustainable as a quarterback in the NFL. But again, fantasy football and real football are different things, bro. He could be an amazing fantasy football player, which I think he will be. That's why I have him number five. But talk to me about what Justin Fields needs to do to not only enter this top five fantasy, because we all see that that's possible. That's why we all rank him where we do. But what does he need to do this year to improve the passing and to actually get the respect as a NFL quarterback? Even just for me, right? So a guy on your podcast doesn't respect Justin Fields as an NFL quarterback yet because I haven't seen enough with him passing the football. What does he need to do? How can he change that philosophy or that perspective and notion from the general audience? Who's going first? I, I can I can take that first. Right. So for me, it's not what Justin Fields needs to do. It's what the team needs it's to do. It's what Justin Fields can do for your country. <laughs> Yes, it's what Justin Fields can do for the Chicago Bears. No, it's what the team can do for Justin Fields, right? Because, like, um, Ch uh, Chase Claypool as a wide receiver, too, is not helping Justin Fields. That offensive line situation in Chicago Bears, like, they they drafted Darnell Wright, which is a step in the right direction, but that was not helping Justin Fields, right? He, he has – we've seen signs of – what he can do with his legs. We've seen greatness in his arms, uh, being able to be accurate as well. So he has all of those intangibles at, that you want to see in a quarterback. It's just the team and the receivers now, Darnell Mooney as being wide receiver two, that's going to help out as well. Cole Komet being in, in as a tight end, be more involved. I think all of that is going to bode well for Justin Fields and his fantasy production uh, this year. Yeah, I mean... I, I think he's a good NFL quarterback too. I don't think it's just a fantasy thing. I think the it's it's like he's built like Lamar Jackson, but a bigger and more muscular and honestly a little faster probably if we're really going to get down to the numbers. Um, so he has all those intangibles, but you know, the big thing was he can throw deep, but not accurate, right? That's that's the big Deshaun Watson thing. Um, but comparing some of the some of the players that came out of college in their first year. He's actually done better than a lot of these top names that we're used to um, as far as accuracy with with what he's been given, right? 
Uh, Bears, I think, ranked second last or last in sacks allowed. I'm pretty sure it, it may have been last. And, you know, it's so easy to look at that and be like, hey, Justin Fields, stop taking sacks. Um, but the reality is they just couldn't. The team, if you watch that team, it just collapsed. The team collapsed. He had to run. And another thing is quarterbacks that run will end up getting more sacks, right? Like you would think it's the opposite. You think the packet boxers are the ones that get more sacks because they're not elusive. But the thing is, the, the, the team is built in a way for them to have quick releases so they don't take sacks. Like, look at Tom Brady. His passes, every pass he throws is under two seconds. It's impossible for him to get sacked. Uh, so that defies the the, the layman's uh, like uh, objective viewpoint towards quarterbacks. They think, oh, you stay in the pocket too long, you get sacked. Uh, that's not how the game works. It's it's usually like if you give up on your first couple of passes and start making scrambles and looking left, looking right, that's when you take the sacks. And I think that's the part that needs to improve. I think it will improve with the better um, wide receiver core. And just, you know, they have had a year to figure this shit out with plenty of data to touch up on things. You would think uh, an NFL team is capable of that. So I think it's possible. I think, um, sweetheart, you have him in your top five. I have him in my top six. Um, I'm wondering if you're just teeter-tottering between him and Lamar Jackson. Um, But we'll get to Lamar, I'm sure, too. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the page is set. The, 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 the blueprint is set. He knows what he has to do. I think you just take a little bit less sacks, more passes in the pocket. Um, and then that makes the rushing touchdowns even more important because they're expecting it less, right? It's all about what the defense is expecting and what you can give them. And now if you kind of take the rushes, rushing attempts to a minute amount uh, or less amount, let's say if you're rushing 52% of the time, now you're rushing 42% of the time, that extra 10% where the defense has to guess is critical, especially when you when you can throw the ball 80 yards and you can run the ball faster than anybody else in the field. It's the same thing as Lamar Jackson. It's it's the same exact thing. So we'll have to see if they improve on that. And I think that's the sole reason why either of them can be in the top six and have a great fantasy year. Yeah, I have them. I, I have them five, but I have Jackson four. So the person that doesn't make my top five is actually Joe Burrow. Um, but but nonetheless, I, I mean, again. It remains to be seen. I, he's had special throws. I don't think he's had a consistent full game where you can be like, damn, that looked like an NFL passer. I, You can show me the game, and I'd gladly watch it with you. But from start to finish, I did not see a single football game. But there were flashes. Absolutely. So that, that's, that's all it is. Can he put it all together and have an entire season where he actually showcases and takes that next leap like Jalen Hurts did from year two to year three? So this is year three for Justin Fields. The situation's gotten better around him. He has a true number one receiver. He's got a better offensive line. Uh, so we, I, I am excited to see what he can do. Because, again, it's crazy that I talk this way about Justin Fields when coming out of college, I was so freaking high on Justin Fields, right? So, again, it's not like I've been a Justin Fields hater since he was in college. It's just what I've seen from college to the pros is exactly what my fears with him were. But, again, year three, let's see what happens. Uh, I want to end the quarterbacks because, again, I know we're running long. Final thing, our number ones. All three of us have three different number ones. I have I have Jalen Hurts. Shoshot, you have Josh Allen. And Shovit, you have Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes seems like the obvious answer. Wasn't he a top fantasy finisher last year at the quarterback yeah. position? Was he the and then the two years before that it was Josh Allen, right? So it's Josh Allen back to back years, and then it was Patrick Mahomes last year. So I'll start. The reason why I think Jalen Hurts is going to be the number one fantasy football quarterback finisher is because I think he still has more to learn. I think he still has another leap that he can make. Again, he took that year three leap, but it's still, we're still not like from a quarterback playing perspective, Jalen Hurts is a Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts is on that level, right? Because from a simply quarterback perspective, there are things that Patrick Mahomes can do that basically nobody else can. But 
every year this Eagles team gets better, which is crazy <laughs> to say, considering that they just went to the Super Bowl last year. And all they continue to do is become more complete of a football team. So I only think the sky's the limit for Jalen Hurts. I know, you know, we they put this emphasis on the quarterback sneak and all those rushing touchdowns, but they have not proven the ability to stop that. So I almost think we're going to see more of that this year. They can't stop it. If they can't stop it two yards out, why do we think they can stop it three yards out? Like, I think there's going to be more experimentation done with that because you still have the same great offensive line. You lose Miles Sanders. Is that correct? Who's their Eagles sign some running back, right? Why am I drawing a blank? Did the Eagles pick up a running back? DeAndre Swift and Rashad Penny. DeAndre <laughs> Swift and Rashad Penny. Okay, so another crazy thing. Both of those guys, what are they injury prone? What does that mean? Limit their touches. What does that mean? More read options. And Jalen Hurts keeps that damn football. So, again, any of those guys could finish top one at the end of the day. Allen's done it. He's proven to do it. Mahomes proven to do it. Now I'm just playing the law of averages. Who's the next guy to prove that he can do it? Because Lamar Jackson's done it. Justin Fields will probably do it in his lifetime once or twice. So who's the other guy left right here out of process of elimination based on just upward trajectory? It's Jalen Hurts. So that for that reason, I have Jalen Hurts as my number one. Wouldn't be surprised if it's Mahomes. Wouldn't be surprised if it's Allen. Wouldn't be surprised if those three guys have, end the season with like five points between the two in terms of disparity. Shishok, okay. you had Josh Allen. Talk to me yeah, about Josh um, Allen. I mean, there's really not much to be said. I'm not a, I'm not even a Josh Allen fan. I don't even like this guy. He's he's literally not even that good, to be honest with you. He's skilled. He can throw deep. He just doesn't make good decisions when time matters. But that doesn't matter for fantasy football, right? Um, so the strengths, right? What, we're, what we need to talk about is not the things that have been added, right? It's that there's a lack of deletions. It's the same team. It's the same team. You did this already. You've had your pain. You're now you're the cover of Madden. Like, time to prove it, Josh Allen. I mean, you've proved it many times, you know, throughout the, throughout the years. Kind of sucks when it matters. Um, but, you know, I think you learn from all of that, you would assume. Um, their strength of schedule isn't that sexy. It's right in the middle of the pack, just like Patrick Mahomes and just like Jalen Hurts. Not much discrepancy there. So you can't really use that for comparison. But it's the same thing. But they did get help in the running game. Latavius Murray has been added to the team. Damian Harris is now a bill. And Naeem Hines is still a third string, or now he's a fourth string. And James Cook is now the starting running back. You have four good running backs. Uh, they That was their biggest weakness, right? We would be like, oh, this like weird tandem of like getting four yards, getting three yards. Nobody crazy. I think Dalvin Cook's little brother is going to take a huge, huge leap this year. Um, that's only going to help Josh Allen even more. The, this connection with the head coaches, the connection with the offensive coordinators, just the connections are just being built. And I, you would think that would be enough to, to make already a possible QB1 to a QB1+. plus. So there's really not much to be said. There's We've seen what he can do from a fantasy points perspective. Yeah. Um, Dalvin Cook probably, or James Cook's probably like, I'm tired of being Dalvin Cook's little brother. Like, it's James yeah. Cook. Yeah. He, can, he can't <laughs> wait. He can't, he's secretly hoping Dalvin Cook's not signed, so he's no longer the league, so it can be James <laughs> Cook. Uh, yeah, so I went, I I struggled with this. I, was, I had Jalen Hurts last week, and then I switched to Patrick Mahomes. And if you go back and look at the averages, uh, Jalen Hurts had a better average her game last year um, than Patrick Mahomes did. Uh, I think it was like 0.4 points, but uh, Jalen Hurts got injured. And so he missed four games. So for me, I, I wanted to put Jalen Hurts number one, but it's, it's a, I, I kind of looked at this in this, in this, uh, in the thought process of like, if I had to pick the first quarterback, who, who would I draft? And I went with Patrick Mahomes because he's a safer option here, to be honest. I think uh, he, 
if you're gonna if you're looking at the board and you can you have Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts, are you gonna go with someone that you know for sure can give you those points or Jalen Hurts, uh, who definitely has the skills? But you think Jalen Hurts can't for sure get you those points? I just yeah. it, it's the, it's the injuries, it's the fact that it's Patrick Mahomes that you're dealing with. You know, like that's the, why like, you're you're simply speaking based on the name of Patrick Mahomes. We know he's the best quarterback in football. We yeah. think he might be the best quarterback of all time. Yeah. So you're right. Again. When you when you have the opportunity to pick the best quarterback of all time or in football, you're all, your mind's always going to want to go there, right? But, yeah. dude, not even last year. Shashok, two years ago, when Bro, you had Jalen Hurts, this man, would, this man would come into the fourth quarter with like six fantasy points. And I was like, ah, oh, this is it. This is the week that Jalen Hurts Two touchdowns minimum. Every and, fourth quarter. And then, and then every fourth quarter, the mother would have like two touchdowns end up with like 25 plus fantasy points and yeah. should show and he was never once worried i'm like dude your quarterback's got like four points heading for that's yeah. nah, not a big deal i'm not worried about it dude. next thing you know 25 fantasy points it's it's almost automatic like as good of a quarterback as patrick mahomes is that's how automatic jalen hurts's fantasy points are in my opinion so the problem here is the same reason Aaron Rodgers is ranked low. The defenses are too good. Jalen Hurts will not have to slave his ass off like Peyton, like Patrick Mahomes will. Patrick Mahomes' defense still kind of sucks, and they lost Frank Clark or whatever. It's just going to suck more. So Patrick Mahomes will have way more opportunities in the fourth quarter to throw three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Jalen Hurts will likely never throw three touchdowns or two touchdowns in the fourth quarter this year because he doesn't have to. This team is like – prime for playoffs this team is ready for the super bowl they're going to prepare as if they're playing for the super bowl since week one you already know they're just too good and i think that's the only reason i have him at three and not at one because josh allen's defense sucks to in it, the way it, it does um and then patrick mahomes defense objectively visually just sucks so that's the only reason the knock on jalen hurts is he doesn't have to work as hard yeah I mean, if it was Jalen Hurts in the ninth round or like later on in the year, I, that would be amazing. But ninth oh, round, show it. Okay, bro. Now you're just like, now you're just like daydream. Jalen Hurts not going to get past like the third yeah. round, homie. No, Riyadh's in our league. Don't forget. We need to find another quarterback like that. And it, hey, maybe it's Anthony Richardson this year. You know, some guy that you can get that's another uh, Jalen Hurts or Justin Fields. Sure. Yeah. It could definitely be that. He's guy. got it. He, he can, but he just he's just got to prove that he can throw the football first, man. He, he is too big of a project, in my opinion, that yes, he could come in and be like a very he could be like Justin Fields' second half, but he's just not. He's I ju- I think he is coming into the NFL with way more work to do than even Justin Fields was last year, and he was dra- or two years ago, and he was drafted lower than he was. Uh, so that's my only reservation with Richardson. But I'm with you. you if there's a rookie you, quarterback that you're going to take a chance on this year just because of the ground game alone, dude, it's Anthony Richardson. I'm so tired of this ground game bullshit, dude. I am so tired of this. We're going to soon, with like two more years, with enough sample size, we're all going to start realizing that there are more Desmond Ritters. There are. There are more Tennessee Titans quarterback that we were all talking big shit all throughout the, you know, uh, there are more players closer to that than are than they are to Justin Fields. Like, it's going to get... The, the gap's going to start widening and we're going to start realizing that, wait a second, not everybody that's fast and, and you know, that can make good throws in college can become successful in the NFL. It's going to start becoming rarer. And then the, the, the line's going to start drawing towards better packer pocket passers that can run when they want to. Um, it's just going to happen. It's just the name of the game. Yeah. And Anthony Richardson yeah. had like 50% completion percentage in college as well. So gadget plays, let's start with gadget plays. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, 
to his credit, he is the most physically gifted specimen the quarterback position has ever seen. So that alone is scary for Oh, for sure. Anyone, draft him. Draft him. Anyone, Pick him up as but... your second quarterback. Stash him. Of course, that's 100%. where these guys land. But you want to go with your first option in the 10th round like dude you're gonna ruin your you're gonna ruin your season no no that 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 that's exactly what that is he's he should be your second quarterback you stash until he's showing signs that he could be a field like you know breakout star potential like he was last year so that is it guys that's the quarterbacks let's uh any you guys have any other quarterbacks or anybody we missed or any rookie randos that you want to talk about or anything else about the quarterback position heading into 2023 just trevor lawrence where did you guys rank trevor lawrence well, I have him. I have him eight. Okay. All right. So we're I have, I, similar. Yeah. I have him ahead of guys like Watson, Dak, Tua, and Gino. Gotcha. Yeah. It's, so it's. I think I'm the highest on Tua compared to you guys. Yeah. I mean, you know, Calvin. They. They. Calvin Ridley is going to start, so he's going to be, you know, maybe wide receiver one, wide receiver two there. Um, wide receiver one. Wide receiver one for sure. One. One probably. So and Christian Kirk is, is there. Um, so I just think that there's there's still a little bit of a little bit of uncertainty there. I don't know if he for sure uh, gets that top ten uh, year this year, but I mean we've seen flashes. So any sky's the limit for him for sure, though. Yeah, absolutely. That is it for quarterbacks. Top twelve quarterbacks heading into twenty twenty three. We will be back next week and we will do running backs. I am Sweetheart. That's show it. That's the show. We're the only playbook. See you guys next week.